Fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and encouraging others to tell their stories with the belief in the power of story to change a person and ultimately change the world. I'm Sarah Fenland Falk, independent author, boy mom, entrepreneur, and your host on the Storyteller Station podcast. Welcome back to Storyteller Station. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope that whenever and wherever you're listening to this, that it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. It is a lovely day in Kinkakee, Illinois, and we have been socially distancing ourselves and choosing the side roads and alleys and different paths to stay away from our fellow neighbors, but we were, my children and I were able to get out in the sunshine today, and that was delightful this morning. So hopefully you are enjoying a wonderful day as well. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about contests, you guys. Um, Have you ever entered a contest of any kind? And I'm thinking like a creative contest. And I would imagine, well, and it's my opinion, (laughs) that really no matter what tools you use to create and whether or not you usually like to share your work with others, um, I find that there's something really exciting about entering a contest. But I have to put a little caveat in there because by nature, I am a ham. So I, I do enjoy sharing what I write with others. I like to look for their reactions. I like their feedback. And I even like constructive criticism. I find it very useful. And so I like to share. And when I found Readsy has a weekly contest based on writing prompts. I jumped at the chance. If you have not heard about Readsy, you really need to go right now to readsy.com and check out all of the resources they have there for authors, um, independently published individuals. Um, They really do a lot to support the independent publishing community and They do also have writing advice or publishing tips on YouTube as well. I like to watch those videos and find them very useful. But um, I checked out their website because I was looking at a bunch of different things. And to be honest, I was neglecting my work in progress by surfing the web for writing content. So, you know. I was avoiding work, (laughs) but I was so excited to find that Readsy has a weekly uh, prompt writing contest, and that was so much fun. So I encourage you, if you're a writer and enjoy a little fun, just go to Readsy, R-E-E-D-S-Y dot com and check out their prompts. They're really cute and creative, and you know what? You just might win. So true to my nature the, you know, shameless ham. I wanted to share what I submitted to Reedsy's writing contest this week, so I hope you enjoy it. The prompt, the writing prompt that I chose was as follows. 
in the form of a diary slash journal entry, write about someone who's just decided to take up journaling. Okay, so here is what I came up with. Dear diary, okay, first, I never thought I'd journal or keep a diary or anything like that, but my therapist said she thinks it will help me sort through my thoughts and feelings. We'll see. She's not the first therapist to tell me this. The therapists I've seen in the past have told me I'm, quote, always up in my head, or, quote, I need to get my thoughts and feelings out, end quote. I do think a lot and perhaps have a tendency to keep my feelings to myself, but I really don't see how keeping a diary is supposed to help. I don't know what I'm doing with this anyway. I'm, I'm actually calling you diary. Is that lame or what? Secondly, I never know what to write about in these things. I've tried to keep a diary in the past, but was never able, able to keep up with it. So if I come up with a catchy theme or some kind of routine for writing in here, maybe I'll stick with it. I'm big on routines, so maybe that will help. Hmm, a catchy theme. I can't think of one offhand. I'll have to give it some more thought. Hmm. It'll take some imagination, but I really do hope I can come up with some way to make this work. I need something to work. I'm in therapy for a reason, for God's sake. See, I already feel stupid about this. I'm writing in here as if I'm talking to someone, as if you're a real person. But uh, maybe that's how it's supposed to be. Maybe you're supposed to be like another kind of person to talk to. I don't really have that many people that I talk to. I have some co-workers that I go out for drinks with every other Friday and about 100 friends on social media. And there's always my therapist, but she doesn't really count. I, I mean, she counts, but I don't use my time in sessions to talk about everything I want to talk about. If I talked about the main thing I really want to talk about, I'd talk about the guy at work that I like. But I figure if I'm going to therapy, I should talk about things like my mother or what my childhood was like or something. My therapist said I could talk about anything, but talking about a crush kind of feels irresponsible, like a waste of time. But I think it's more than a crush. I mean, I think about David, his name is David, all the time. My heart hurts when I look at him at work. Also, when he was sick the other week, it was my idea to send his dinner delivered. We signed the virtual card from the office, but I collected all the money, placed the order, and made sure he received the delivery. I would have taken it to him myself if I could have. I guess I could have, except we aren't really that close, and he doesn't seem to notice me. Maybe he knows I exist, but he doesn't see me the way I see him, you know? But that could be my fault. Ever since I was a kid, I've been a little shy. Maybe that's why I keep my thoughts to myself. Especially when I like someone, I find it hard to talk to them. It's like I lack the confidence. I think of the time when I was in second grade. Am I the only one who can remember that far back? 
Anyway, I had this teacher that I really admired. I wanted to do anything to make her proud of me. And there was one time that I raised my hand to answer a question. I was so certain that I knew the answer. And when I gave the answer, she laughed at me. So then other people laughed at me. It was so embarrassing. And I've never forgotten the incident or the feeling, obviously. The teacher wasn't trying to be cruel. I realize that now, even though at the time I had burst out into tears, she had tried to console me, saying she just thought what I had said was cute, but it didn't matter. She had laughed at me, my class had laughed at me, and it was humiliating. I decided there and then that it was safer not to talk. So I, I don't talk. I don't engage people. So if David doesn't see me, that could be my fault. We've talked before and everything, but it always seems like I'm the one that runs out of things to say or I have to go or whatever. Maybe it shouldn't matter. How he sees me, I mean. If I see him for who he is and can see how kind and smart and funny he is, then maybe I should say something to him. Sometimes it just takes just a little effort from someone to realize they want to get to know you. I mean, it's happened in friendships before. Two people realize they have things in common, enjoy each other's company, and then decide to hang out. Maybe that could happen with David, too. I won't know until I try, right? <laughs> well, that's what my mom always said. You won't know till you try. So I should try it. I should just go right up to David tomorrow morning and start a conversation. My conversation is harmless enough. And if that conversation goes well, it will have been totally worth the little bit of anxiety that I might feel between now and then. I'm nervous. Am I going to talk to David tomorrow? Yes. I'm going to talk to David tomorrow. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow first thing so I don't spend the entire day worrying about it. I just need to talk to him as soon as I see him. I'll just say something friendly. Uh, ask him if he is feeling better. Tell him I knew he liked chicken noodle soup or something like that. Yep, that will work. Well, at least I hope it will work. Anyway, I'm doing it. Okay, diary. This was really good. Thank you. I'm going to talk to David tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes. The end. <laughs> so that is Dear Diary by Sarah Fenlon Falk. And it will be live next week on readsy.com. I believe you can read that entry as well as many other entries there. So if you like short stories, that would probably be a really fun website for you to visit. I hope you enjoyed my little story and I hope that you will consider entering your writing in a little you know, in a contest or I think it's just fun. It's just fun. And the more you write, the better you'll get. So just consider it practice, right? All right, friends. Well, I know this was a short one today, but I just, I, 
just wanted to share this with you. And again, to encourage you to put yourself out there, put your creative works out there. And you just never know who you're going to find that has just been waiting for your story or waiting for your art or the person that you just inspire so greatly. So I encourage you to share and to be proud of what you create and be proud of who you are. I look forward to talking to you again in two weeks. I have a couple really fun interviews scheduled this week and we'll be rolling out some of those interviews in podcasts to come. So watch for those. Um, I'll be talking with a couple middle grade authors this week, and it's just going to be some fun. I've got, um, yeah, I've got some fun coming your way, so watch out for it. In the meantime, if you would like to connect, you can always visit sarahfenlandfalk.com and leave me a message, or please feel free, if you're listening on Anchor, to leave a voicemail, and um, if you want to be on the show, please send me a message. I'd love to talk with you. All right, that is it for today, my friends. Until next time, be well and be creative. I look forward to talking with you again very soon.